Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to Optimizing Your Financial World. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we've got Mr. Mark Wade, president of Echelon Family Office. He's going to be stopping by being with us for another wealth management discussion, and boy, do we have a really good episode tuned up for you guys here today. You know, one of the smartest financial moves that we can be making, you know, individuals, families, business owners, anybody can be making is to learn what strategies are being used by those who are much wealthier than them, and then to see if they could benefit by adopting some of those same habits and really just best practices overall. Well, one extremely valuable tool that the super rich, as we have defined them on this show, are utilizing is this thing called a stress test. And if you're newer to the show, you you know, this is a great conversation for you guys. And for those that are familiar with our show, you know that Mark and I have addressed stress testing before, but we're talking about it today in a very generic view, just how anybody can really be utilizing a stress test to leverage the, you know, their portfolio to make sure it's well positioned financially uh, to on being on the right path to achieve those goals that you desire most. So with that being said, let's go ahead and bring Mark out and get right into the discussion today. Mark, it's good to see you. How you doing? Hey, Ryan, how are you today? Everything's everything's great here. Looking forward to, uh, to reiterating a prior discussion on this topic. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Mark. This this topic is one that it can't be talked about enough because it's just the basis for so much of what you and your team do, uh, you know, in the world of wealth management. So let's let's start high level like we typically do, Mark. Stress testing is this best practice, right, for the, the, that the very wealthy are utilizing in their financial lives regularly. Let's just start, like I said, really high level. What are we talking about when I say stress testing first and foremost? Well, Okay, great. So, you know, a lot of people are probably familiar with the concept of a second opinion, right? Well, a second opinion is what you get before you do something. When you before you're looking to make a decision, you go get a second opinion. If a doctor says, "Hey, you need this particular treatment," you may go get a second opinion to make sure that what the doctor's saying aligns up with uh, with with what makes sense. Stress test, however, on the other hand, is what happens after you have things in place. And you want to go back and test exactly whether or not the the things that you have put in place, the strategies, the product solutions are going to work as you expect it to. So, you know, stress testing is really a, a process where a team of professionals, uh, they're going to review all of your financial and related legal documentation. And the goal is going to be to determine really two, the answers to two questions. And the first is, you know, are there any mistakes in any of the existing wealth planning? You know, any of the efforts that you've expended uh, and any of the solutions that you've put in place pr previously, uh, were there any mistakes? Was there anything that was overlooked? Is there anything that might not work out the way you expected it to? So that's that's number one. But, you know, number two is, are you missing out on any significant opportunities that could really improve your family situation? You know, uh, and when you consider that everyone does planning based upon their current set of circumstances and what they think could happen in the future, lots of things have changed, right? Your family situation changes, the tax environment changes, political environment, market environments change. So, you know, we go back and we look and we say, okay, are there any gaps? How Are we missing any opportunities to improve your situation? Stress testing in a nutshell. 
Alrighty, let's get into the why then, Mark. I think that's an important place to, to kind of continue and follow up from there. Why is it that you think that this process is being used so frequently, but also effectively by the, you know, the, the really wealthy individuals in our country? Well, when you think about catching errors, right? I mean, that's what stress testing is, is very effective at. Basically looking at a situation and saying, were there any errors made in this process? And these errors can be something very you know, they could be small and routine, or they could be really serious and egregious. But in either case, you know, whether they're small, large, or, or routine, or, or very serious, you know, they could have a significantly negative impact, impact on your wealth. And so, you know, it's also a great way to identify better ways than those, those solutions that you currently have in place to address what your current wealth management needs and goals might be. And, and you know what, even, you know, time from time, uh, it can spot actions that you've taken that may be pushing the limits of what might currently be legal because let's face it, tax laws change all the time. And when you move from state to state, they have different laws. So, you know, there's a review there to determine whether or not the plans you have in place are, are, are legal and, and sound under the jurisdiction of, upon which you're, you currently live and under the current tax laws. So, you know, Given the amount of money that is, you know, taken into consideration with the super rich, you know, these are these are people that often have a net worth of 500 million or more. You know, they are very interested in discovering whether any of these this, you know, any of these conditions that we've talked about already are present in their lives or in their planning and could have a negative impact. Roger that, Mark. And my next question is kind of more of a, a point of clarification for our audience. I mean, that's great for the super rich, Mark, but so many of us out there don't have anywhere close to $500 million in net worth. Would you say then, to that point, is stress testing something that's just reserved only for the extremely wealthy? Wow. Th thanks for bringing that up, Ryan. Yeah, I did mention $500 million, didn't I? Yeah, the super wealthy, those people that have $500 million estates you know, and net worth, you know, while stress tested did originate among the group, that particular group of the super wealthy, it's become way more popular and, and it's becoming a, very much a part of the lives of individuals and families of all levels of affluence, all levels of net worth. Uh, and it's and it's becoming a bigger part of what we as elite wealth managers do on a day to day basis. You know, we're the ones who looking who are looking to help our clients make smart comprehensive holistic financial decisions um, and it's and it's really a best practice that makes a lot of sense and a lot more of us are able to engage uh, in today than ever before because of the economies of scale so yeah mm -hmm. absolutely it's it's for many people Sure. So in that same vein, then, if it is for many people, Mark, is is the stress testing process and the outcome of it for somebody with $500 million, is that the same thing as maybe somebody who has a lot less in terms of their portfolio? That's that's a nice progression. Yeah. yeah actually, the, the complexity of, of whatever process we use, uh, it always depends on the financial complexity of the person who's having their stress test done, right? So it's application specific to the size of somebody's uh, net worth and estate. But beyond that, we do see a major difference between uh, the stress testing actions of the super rich and, and those with less wealth. And I'm going to say, generally speaking, the stress tests conducted for the super rich, believe it or not, they tend to uncover fewer errors simply because there are so many more professionals who are working 
you know, on their behalf. Okay. And, and also, you know, fewer opportunities for improvement compared to others. However, when problems are located, when problems are identified, the super rich is, you know, what they're in their wealth plan, they tend to be really severe and they tend to be very large. You know, and these errors, you know, can often have an extremely destructive uh, effect on family wealth and their business interests. So, you know, fewer for the uh, super affluent, but they tend to be significantly large when we find them. Mm -hmm. Good, good point there, Mark. And, and so, so kind of to put it another way, what I'm, what I'm hearing is, is you tend to find both more errors and more opportunities when you're stress testing wealth plans for people with, let's say 2 million or 10 million, even as opposed to the 500 million that we were just talking about. Hey, that, you know, Ryan, that's absolutely correct. There are usually, uh, usually more financial issues to correct, you know, and along with more ways that these financial uh, situations can be, can be strengthened with better solutions and strategies than they currently have. Uh, so yeah, there are more, more, errors that we find in the uh, outside of the super rich families in the average, like you're saying, the two to $10 million net worth or two to $10 million worth of assets. We find more situations that can be corrected. And, and there are also way more ways, way more uh, opportunities to, to correct them with different solutions. So it's also true that these errors tend to be relatively less severe than those among the super rich. And, you know, the problems aren't likely to totally destroy all of the family wealth, although the problems that these errors create can be, you know, have some really bad consequences. Sure. So, so Mark, I, I want to kind of get in the weeds of this a little bit. Could you give me some examples of maybe the types <clears throat> of issues that might arise as a result of somebody going through a stress test? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> the issues run the gamut, you know, from mildly problematic to where, you know, just a little bit of refinement or a little bit of tweaking can get the desired results to those that are more complicated and more concerning. You know, the stress testing process, you know, for example, you know, can uncover how a, a simple switch from a, a method of accounting uh, can help a client defer some really large tax bills or accelerate deductions to uh, to lower high tax bills, right? So, you know, just changing the method upon which you do your accounting can have a huge impact. You know, these, these kind of moves might not change the entire trajectory of their financial lives, but can mean a big tax savings that can be put to use in more productive ways. Uh, stress testing, let's see what else. Stress testing might also uncover uh, a more high impact issues like, uh, like back doors and a family's asset protection plan or there are families asset protection strategies. You know, for example, we've seen that some extremely successful business owners and, and even real estate entrepreneurs, you know, they structure multiple company holdings and separate entities. But sometimes we see that they fail to insulate those ent entities uh, from the adversities that may occur in their personal lives, from the things that could occur in their personal lives that would, would cause those entities to be subject to uh, some type of law proceeding. So, you know, among the super rich, these back doors are more likely to already be locked with the wealth planning equivalent of it, like let's call it a deadlock, right? So wealth planning for the super rich, maybe not as many issues, but much larger issues. Wealth planning for, you know, the uh, for everybody else, maybe a lot more issues, but smaller in scope. And even those business owners that have multiple entities or real estate people with multiple entities, 
you know, making sure that you leave locked those entities up and not going to make them subject to a, to a backdoor attack is extremely important. Yeah. So, Mark, why, why is that, though? Why do there tend to be more problems or issues with those wealth plans that exist for people that are, are not in that super rich category? Hey, Ryan, you know, the principal reason that our 43 years of experience shows us is that it's it has everything to do with the level of capability of the professionals that did the job originally, the ones that were involved in the work originally. And it looks like, you know, a large percentage of the families who aren't at the super rich level of wealth, you know, they may not be working with the highest quality professionals, maybe not, or, or maybe certainly not even elite professionals. So they may not be engaging in the same level of, of talent, uh, knowledge, skills, maybe even the drive as are many of, uh, as are many of the super rich have available to them. So a lot of these families probably have dealt with professionals who, while intent on doing a good job for their clients, you know, they just, they kind of lack the expertise and the ability to deliver what we call optimal results and, and, and to give the optimal solutions to the clients right off the bat. And sometimes complicating these situations is, is that such professionals are often not aware of their lack of expertise in, in, in question, right? So, uh, you know, in other words, they don't know what they don't know. And sometimes it comes down to their level of uh, sophistication and not their level of good intentions. They could have the best of intentions, but they just may not have the chops to get the job done. Sure, sure, Mark. So I would imagine then that these stress tests, they've got to be pretty eye-opening, right? They've got to be a pretty eye-opening experience. And I'm guessing the people who have done them you know, aren't expecting to discover those big issues or those big holes to fill if they're actively going through that stress testing process. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. You know, oftentimes the question is, you know, how could they have gotten into a situation where they've made potentially serious mistakes, right? So, you know, when it comes to the wealth planning, one of the principal reasons uh, is that the original planning was done in a piecemeal manner. Sometimes they did a part of the job and went back at another time and did another portion of the job. So, you know, they developed a fragmented or, or disjointed total solution. Now, and this often happens when various professionals the family works with, such as advisors and accountants and attorneys, you know, they don't communicate to each other, you know, about the family situation as they see it or about the respective action plans for the family. So you need a, a cohesive and coordinated effort to provide elite solutions to families. And it's, 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 it's actually much easier to do that nowadays, especially in a virtual environment. Sure. I would imagine. So, and it sounds like to me, it's like, if you're going through building a house and you're, you have, you know, maybe multiple construction companies building each of the different rooms within that house and nobody's talking to each other. Sounds that's the example that pops into my mind, but would you say that that's a, a, a little bit of a, of a kind of an accurate synopsis of what we're talking about here? Hey, Ryan. Yeah, that's, that's actually a great analogy. Now, even if all the construction companies involved in a project are top notch, you know, there's a very strong possibility that the completed house is going to have some structural problems if they didn't coordinate their efforts, if they all weren't on the same page at the same time. So, you know, an incremental approach, like, like we're talking about where the problems occur, you know, 
far too often it happens in the wealth planning process too it's common to see a wealthy couple you know set up trust for their children with one lawyer and later maybe they have a charitable trust and private foundation with another lawyer and a few years later they do some estate planning with a third lawyer or they update their estate planning with a third lawyer and you know and, and that guy creates several more trusts or or maybe some partnerships and that's when all that's when a stress test might reveal that all the different trusts are actually not are working together. And in fact, they may be working against the wishes of the couple to some degree. So it's all of that coordination with all of the people involved in the project. Roger that, Mark. And as as we're getting, you know, we're bringing our conversation to a head here today surrounding this idea of stress tests. Let's bottom line it for the audience today. What should people be doing? I mean, does everyone need to be stress testing their wealth plans or are there signs and signals that maybe they should be on the lookout for that tells them, hey, okay, maybe now it's time to go through a stress test process. Talk to me. What should people be doing? Okay, so we're at the bottom line. You're asking me for, for what should they look for? Here's the bottom line. If you have any reservations or if you are at all unsure about the actions you've taken to date, it's a good idea to at least consider a stress test. Okay. And if you feel strongly that, you know, maybe there are some errors or maybe you're not positioned in an optimal manner, it really makes sense, you know, to look into stress testing because the stress testing will uncover all of the inconsistencies, all of the problems, all of the things or, or the gaps that need to be filched. You know, stress testing is what it's all about. Fantastic, Mark. And I know that this is a process that you go through with so many clients and individuals out there. Uh, so for anybody in our audience, Mark, that's interested in maybe reaching out to you and your team to go through a stress testing process with you guys, what would be the best way they could get in touch with you to just start that dialogue? Oh, thanks, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, we encourage people to visit us on the web at www.echelonoffice.com. That's E-C-H-E. L-O-N, the word office.com. Uh, they can contact me directly at mwade, M-W-A-D-E, at echelonwealth.com. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word wealth.com. Or, you know, they can just pick up the phone and call right in. Call us at 888-892-9882. We look forward to talking. Awesome, Mark. Well, hey, thanks. I appreciate you carving some time out of your day to jump into this topic of stress testing. I know it's one that we've hit before, but it's so important uh, and just really a foundational strategy for so many you know, people and families, business owners, you name it out there. Uh, thanks for diving into it again with me and uh, looking forward to being back with you on the next one. Thanks, Ryan. Looking forward to the next one. These are always great. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And hey, look, we want to take a final moment, as always, and thank you guys, our audience, for stopping by and being with us on the show today. If you enjoyed today's conversation, you took something away from it, go ahead and subscribe to the show, whichever platform you checked us out on today. And then, of course, share this information with any friends, family, business owners, anybody that you think would benefit from these types of conversations. Because at the end of the day, we're taking the strategies, the solutions, the conversations that Mark's having with his clients on a regular basis at Echelon Family Office and we're bringing them right here to you guys on this show. So for Mark, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on Optimizing Your Financial World. <laughs>